This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Kia ora and welcome to Planet Woman. I am Deirdre Fenter, the Service Development Lead at the Haratonga Women's Centre. Today, I am joined in the studio by Maria Pearson, a personal trainer and owner of the Women's Fitness Studio on Haratonga Street, where the team strives to help women get strong and feel great. Many people will take time to reflect on their goals or aspirations at the start of a new year. For some, it might involve wanting to look after their health and well-being. For others, this might involve wanting to lose weight, build strength and become fit. Wherever you find yourself on your journey, we look forward to discussing healthy aging, what it means and how physical health or well-being can help you live independently and maintain your quality of life as you age. Together, Maria and I will explore practical tips and strategies to support you in taking the first step towards achieving your goals. Having said all that, I'm delighted to have Maria in studio with me today. We learn more about her insights about healthy aging from a physical health perspective. Welcome to Planet Woman, Maria. Thanks very much, Deirdre, for having me. I really appreciate the time that you've taken out of your busy schedule with the gym or the fitness studio Mm -hmm. just reopening. Mm. But let's start by learning a little bit more about yourself. Mm. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you became the owner of Women's Fitness Studio. Sure. Well, I've always been physically active and been really into sports and exercise and fitness. And so I grew up in the Wairapa just near Wellington. And at the end of high school, it was just a no-brainer for me to study phys ed, physical education. So I travelled down to Otago and did my Bachelor of Phys Ed degree and lived in Dunedin for 20 years and um, studied and researched and became a personal trainer. And I was training people down there as a mobile personal trainer. And then I embarked on my Master's of Phys Ed degree. And then we moved back up here to the Hawke's Bay in 2015. And I started working at EIT as a researcher, but also a lecturer in the School of Recreation and Sport, Rec and Sport, teaching um, uh, personal training and anatomy and physiology. And then I became a specialist anatomy and physiology lecturer for first-year nursing students at EIT. And through that, what we were teach, what I was teaching was how the human body from infancy to adulthood how it develops in a normal sense, how we should grow, what the normal stages are. And there was a lecture that I did um, specifically on ageing, from infancy to ageing, what happens to the body, and how it's still normal, but we do start to slow down and degenerate. And that really opened my eyes thinking, oh gosh, I'm not 18 anymore, (laughs) I'm now 40-ish, and things are starting to change in my body, I could apply it. And then I really started getting interested in healthy ageing, and how we can perhaps combat some of the um, anatomical and physiological changes that happen in the body. We may not be able to stop them, but how we could potentially combat them and looking at strategies in order to do that. So I started doing talks around Hawke's Bay on healthy ageing, and then an opportunity came up to take over the Women's Fitness Studio. So again, it's a no-brainer that I was able to embark on owning that, but also personal training in the Women's Fitness Studio. 
That's amazing, Maria. It makes sense that you're finding yourself in the position that you are. I'm not only as a personal trainer, but also a business owner. And Mm -hmm. we were delighted to have you as part of our talk series last year in the Women's Health and Wellness uh, session. Mm. And so I know you had a talk there about healthy aging. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what a great opportunity to have you on a show with me today. So if if I look at where you've come from, I'm really interested in finding out more about this healthy aging and what it means Mm. to the woman and the men who are listening to our show today. Mm-hmm. But perhaps we should just start off with a disclaimer that this show is merely an inv- uh, informational uh, show. And so we're not here giving advice or telling you to start training. We suggest that if you're early and you're starting, speak to your doctor before starting or increasing physical activity. Um, we're also suggesting that you start off slowly and build up to the recommended daily physical activity levels Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah I'm really really interested to hear about your thoughts in preparing for this discussion I discovered healthy aging and learned a lot more about it but I found the definition by the World Health Organization quite interesting they define it as about developing and maintaining functional ability for well-being in older age Now, two things strike me. With my background in occupational therapy, I understand the term functional ability to be the person's ability to engage with their surroundings, so their environment, whether that's at home or in their workplace, and their ability to carry out preferred activities, whether that is work, gardening, whatever it might be, to be uh, self-independent. I'm just wondering, if we look at it, it encompasses not only a person's physical, emotional, cognitive, and social ability, but there's so many other things to consider. I know your expertise lie in the physical, so tell me a little bit from your perspective, what is it that we need to do to develop or maintain components of our physical abilities as we get older? To start, I really like to acknowledge that you mentioned the term functional ability. A lot of what we need to do as we age is remain functional so we can carry on with our daily lives for as long as we can. So I really think there are four pillars that we need to focus on. And the first would be strength training or resistance training or put simply lifting or pushing or throwing something heavy every day. And it's not that necessarily we need to go to the gym and lift 100 kilos of weight. Your heavy may be different to my heavy. The beauty of strength training is that it... um, It strengthens uh, and builds our skeletal muscles, so our muscles that move our body, but as well as our bones. And we need to protect both as we get older. The second pillar I would like to talk about is balance, and linked with that is posture and coordination. And this is really important in enabling us to maintain mobility and hopefully prevent falls in the future. Which I, that's I think in New Zealand one of the leading causes of disability in New Zealand is falls. Oh, I believe so you. We would like to uh, <laughs> prevent those if we can. Um, the third pillar would be flexibility, and this is linked to mobility as well, because this allows us to continue to move our bodies. And we may sometimes need to get low and down onto the floor. We may need to reach up high to a high cupboard within the kitchen. We need to be flexible enough and supple enough in order to do that. Even um, you know dress, dressing ourselves and doing our shoelaces up. Okay, And I would say the fourth pillar that we need to focus on in our daily lives is some form of cardio or aerobic activity, like going for a walk or going for a swim or a cycle. This is really important for our health of our heart and our lungs. It's really fascinating, and I loved how you highlighted the importance of each of the components. Mm. I suppose what many listeners might be thinking is how much of each or how often should I be moving or exercising in a week? Well, 
I'm probably biased, <laughs> but my uh, what I do is I try and move my body every day, and that can be in any capacity in in any of those four pillars that we've just spoken about. But I would encourage people at least three to four times a week we should be doing, say, a focused exercise or movement session. Wonderful. I think that's achievable if you think about it in your daily life. But um, as a woman in my early 30s, I was taken aback or slightly surprised by the World Health Organization's definition or the emphasis on older age. Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious to hear from you, when do we need to start on our journey towards healthy aging? Well, this was a curious point for me when I was lecturing. I found out that from around about the age of 28... The physical decline starts in the human body. Oh my goodness, I think I've missed the boat. <laughs> and because at 28, in general, we're still strong and fit and healthy and able, it's such a gradual decline that we don't realise it until suddenly we go, oh, I'm 40 now and now I need glasses or I can't lift what I used to be able to or I can't run as fast as I used to be able to. So really, it starts from about 28. And so I would say, really, the earlier the better that you can start exercising is very, very beneficial. And there's an idea that I can't take any credit for. It's a doctor in America called Dr. Peter Atiyah. And he talks about this retirement savings fund. So we all know about saving our money for retirement when we retire at age 65. But his idea was, it's the same, exactly the same with physical activity and exercise. So if you're in your 20s and you're a regular exerciser or you start then, by the time, let's say, 65, you've got 45 years of a foundational base that you've built of physical activity in terms of strong muscles, strong bones, coordination, all those pillars we talked about. And then if you start at 30, you've still got a relatively good head start, but you've only got 35 years of activity in the bank, if you like. Again, then at 40 and then at 50. But then if you start at 60... You've only got five years in terms of money retirement. Like We hope that this investment will last for 90 years, however long we live. But you've only got five years of investment. But that's still better than not having that five years. So definitely starting as soon as you can. But remember, too, that it's never too late to start. That's really encouraging. And I hope those of you listening today might... Um might wonder, have I left it too late? But be encouraged mm. that, as as you have mentioned, it's never too late. Mm. The short answer is no, get started. And mm. our focus should not be on a timeline or on our lifespan because as women, we have pivotal moments in our in our life, whether that's puberty, whether that's pregnancy, mm. giving birth, menopause later on. All of those might shift our health and wellness at that stage. Mm. And just learning to reset, I suppose, is what's needed. Mm. So um, I feel really encouraged to start today, and I shared with Maria on my way from the Heritong Women's Centre, I decided to walk here instead of drive. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, but Maria, I often hear people say, mm. I'm so unfit, or I don't belong to a mm. gym, I can't afford it, or I don't have the time to exercise daily. I suppose I'm one of those people. And so I, I'd like mm. to ask, although these are very real, they are also perceived barriers and mm. um, that may prevent us from taking the first step. So how do you suggest we just get started? Mm. I think a lot of it is initially anyway, though some of those statements you were just saying like, I'm so unfit, I don't know where to start. Some of it is just changing that mindset saying, well, let's just do something. 
Okay, So there's a phrase or a term that's called activities of daily living, and we all have those. Activities such as, say, hanging the washing, folding the washing, climbing the stairs at home, taking your groceries out of the car into the house. So these activities of daily living that we want to be able to maintain for as long as we can to remain independent and live in our homes for as long as we can. So at home, just start doing things like hanging the washing and bringing it in, playing with your grandchildren. The number of ladies who say to me, I played with my grandchildren and for the whole afternoon we sat on the floor, something they wouldn't normally do and they throw a ball around. Just things that you can incorporate into your daily life, um, walking to work, uh, chopping wood if you're interested in stacking wood and even having milk bottles at home and just carrying them around the house, fill them with sand for example. It doesn't have to be a monumental barrier that we have to climb to go oh my gosh I have to factor in in half an hour in my busy day already to do exercise incorporate it oh I absolutely Mm. love that you're speaking my language using words such as activities (laughs) of daily living but um again just yesterday at the shop I realized like you said instead of taking a trolley just pack it in a basket Mm. and carry it Mm -hmm. um at at this point, though, we also just need to advise that if you haven't been doing these things, don't go and do all of these things at once. <laughs> and just take it easy. And your body is guiding you. You'll know when you've overexerted or, you know, just be mindful of that, too. Hmm. So I really appreciate the practical tips and strategies, especially within our homes and our communities. It takes away the barrier of accessibility for some. I will certainly need to reflect and rethink how I do things um, in my home out of habit and out of convenience. And by simply changing an approach, I can start taking my steps towards being healthy and aging healthily. <laughs> and so if we if we think about all of this and we come back to who you are as an owner of um, Women's Fitness Studio, would you mind telling us a little bit about how we can sign up or become a member of your community? Mm, sure. We have a website and we also have a Facebook page. And on that website, people can book sessions through there and the email comes straight to me and we make a time for the f- person to come along for their first session. Booking through Facebook as well, just sending us a message. Um, you can give us a call or often the best way is just come in, pop your head in and have a look around and we'll show you around. And we, we do offer three free sessions for your first three sessions. Wonderful. So come and just test the waters and see where you fit. Oh, I absolutely love that. Um, and so what can women expect from a woman's fitness studio, or specifically from your mm. space? Can you tell us a little bit about the equipment, whether you're offering individual sessions or classes? Mm. Um, I'd just like to uh, reinforce what Deirdre said before. One of the things, the first thing that we do when someone's interested in coming along to a session is fill out a medical form, a medical clearance form. And so because we're not doctors, we're not medical professionals, um, we're personal trainers, so it's really important that we fill out that form first, and if there are any health concerns, that you do go back to your medical provider or health practitioner to confirm that you are okay to start exercising. So that's the first step. Um, The second step is we, um, like I say, we offer the first three sessions free, and we have this whole range of machines around the perimeter of the gym, 12 machines. And some of our listeners may remember that about 18, 20 years ago, upstairs in Market Street, there was a curves gym. That was women's only. And curves from there moved to our current premises now next to the veggie shed and brought the machines with it and changed the women's fitness studio. And then we took over in April last year. So those machines 
have come from curves, so they're tailored to the female body. So it's upper body, lower body, and core. You get a full body workout amongst those 12 machines. We also have a range of classes on our timetable, so that may be a core class, a standing hand weights class, balance, um, cardio class, and circuits as well. And some girls like machines and classes, some just like one or the other, or people can just come in and do their own thing. But a big thing as well that we do offer is personal training, one-on-one if people like that. And when you said what should people expect as well, the Women's Fitness Studio really is a great source for social interaction. It's a really encouraging place, positive place, where the ladies come along, they meet, they do their classes together or their workouts, then they might go for coffee, for example. Great place to meet new people. And the number of ladies who, brand new people who walk in and go, oh, I don't know anyone, and they look across the gym and they go, oh, you're here. So they see <laughs> friends that they know that didn't realise went there. So it's yeah, a really positive environment. I wanted to say, isn't that the Hawke's Bay for you? <laughs> You're bound to find someone somewhere that yes. you know by affiliation. And mm. um, what I really feel encouraged by is that it sounds mm. like it's a judgment-free space. Mm-hmm. And so I suppose as a newbie to attending a gym or to attending a community mm. where exercise is the central um, activity, mm. it's not like mm. going to one of the larger gyms where you might be worried about your um yeah, just the perception of people watching you or mm-hmm. you picking up heavy weights. It's yes. it's very much tailored, as you said, to our needs. Mm-hmm. And so I was very excited to see that you'll be offering learn and share talk sessions over mm-hmm. the upcoming months covering many different topics. And I'm sure as everyone can learn that you're a very knowledgeable speaker. And so looking forward to seeing what topics you have to share and having women, if they wanted to learn more about what we're talking about today um to join you. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a way that I could join those talks even though I'm not a member? Yeah, absolutely. They're open to anyone. Anyone can come along. And we have published them on our Facebook page. We have them up at the gym on a list. People can see a poster. But also, thank you very much, Hiratonga Women's Centre, you of um, endorsing those talks as well on your Facebook page. I just find that there's a beautiful synergy amongst mm. what you're trying to do and what we're trying to do. At the Herotonga Women's Centre, we um, have five pillars, and I forgive the word pillars, but let's call it key areas of focus, mm-hmm. one of which is women's health and wellness, mm. where we're really trying to promote the wellness of women. And that's either through um, exercise groups or educational talks. One of those um, talks that we have are female physicians or healthcare practitioners that come in and share their expertise and so I just feel like there is a good coverage of topics and yeah working together is what makes sense at mm-hmm. least for me yeah and um, so please if you'd like to find out any more information contact Maria at the Women's Fitness Studio and um, look on their website or their Facebook page um, but in closing before we finish off for today Maria what would you say is the take-home message Well, I think I've got three take-home messages, if that's all right. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, The first message would be, I think it's really important, like I said earlier, to move your body every day. Use it or lose it, that catchphrase. Uh, The second take-home message would be, again, it's never too late to start. Just start doing something. Start today. And the third take-home message, too, is that when we talk about well-being, as you mentioned before, we're talking about the physical at the gym. But well-being is certainly not just the physical side of things. It's a whole range, such as physical, social, spiritual, emotional, and also cognitive, so our brain health and staying sharp. So it's a whole big circle of different pillars within the well-being, I'd say. 
That's wonderful. I really appreciate that you acknowledge that because our focus today was on the physical. Mm. Don't forget or ignore the others because they're all interrelated mm. and important to holistic well-being. Mm -hmm. I suppose um, the last thing I'd like to highlight before I thank you for, for joining us is that the Heritonga Women's Center um, in September will be hosting the Harcourt's Hawks Bay Women's Triathlon. This will be our third event and so we're very excited to see it grow. But why not linking back into those New Year's resolutions and goals if you were interested to join this fun event, it's a woman's only one. So again, judgment-free and very supportive to wherever you are on your fitness journey. But if you were seeking extra help or support in um, gaining the fitness required, why not just drop into the Women's Fitness Studio or the Heritonga Women's Center and come out and find out more? In saying that, thank you so much for your time and your dedication to looking after the physical health and well-being of the women in our community. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Peter. Thanks, Maria. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.